Deep in the heart of Appalachia, guys set on a quest to create the greatest podcast. Uh, sorry, dude. I thought we agreed on the correct pronunciation of Appalachia. No, dude. We, we've talked about this. We've talked about this over and over and over. It's, it's pronounced Appalachia. Listen, freaking angels and the women got together. That's how we got Bigfoot. That's how we got vampires. That's why we got all of this stuff. These ancient Appalachian mountains that are literally older than bones. There's old entities here. You start finding out more about them, they start finding out more about you. Good Lord, sir. (laughs) This goose has gone rabbit. You think you're just going to run up with your little sword on the king of the goose squad? Listen, the old entities of Middle Appalachia are unexplainable. Mm. They are eerie. Breach. And they are one of these things that will keep us, the hill folks, and the people who live in the area constantly searching for answers. Mm that they probably will never, ever find. And this is why we love Appalachian Intelligence. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Appalachian Intelligence. Appalachian. Yep, I'll let him say it. I know he's going to do it. Uh, we're here again with another powwow and the Ken folk gathered around this, well, literally gathered around a fire. Justin's at the campground right now, uh, sitting around the fire. He can't unmute himself because all them women folk around there are loud. But I think they can hear me, though. I keep forgetting. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I'm eight hours away. What are they going to do? That's, uh, <laughs> that's Anyway, welcome to another edition of A Powwow. Missing a couple of people tonight. I'm sure a few stragglers will come along. Uh, Justin's here with us. Like I said, he's at the campground reception spot. He's on his phone, but he's still going to join in on the convos whenever he can quiet those lasses down. Uh, Lance is putting his little ones to bed. He's here in spirit right now. But, uh, well, the way the, the pictures align tonight, you know, you guys know, I just like to go in order, let everybody Talk about what they've been looking into. I know Miss Caroline left us on a, a bit of a cliffhanger last time, and you're first this time. So okay. I don't know if you're quite ready. If you're ready, I'm ready. For my astral travel? Yes. <laughs> I'm not ready. You're not ready? Hey, I hate I hate to cut in here really fast before Caroline gets started talking. Mm-hmm. But is it okay if I cut in really, really quickly? Yeah. Yeah, since you already did it. So, we have some huge, huge information to share. Some of you guys have saw it on Patreon already. But we're recording this right now. It's Thursday evening. Tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock a.m., tickets go on sale for Fortean Airwaves Supergroup Conference that we're going to be doing in Ada, Ohio, October the 6th, 7th, and 8th. If anybody's interested, by the time you hear this, tickets will be on sale for all of you that are in here in the powwow. We want you guys to have the first chance to be able to jump on and buy these tickets up. You're supporting us anyway, and we greatly, greatly appreciate that. So 
to try to show our love back as a, as a conglomeration of shows. We want to give you guys the first opportunity to jump on there and get those tickets too. So 10 o'clock in the morning, they go on sale. There's only 200 tickets available. It's going to be us, Uncomfortable Podcast, Hollow Sky, Crips of the Corn, and Kill the Mockingbirds. Possibly so, one more. And possibly one more. But regardless, that's our tribe, man. That's a that's a killer lineup of podcasts coming together. You get to spend a weekend with us. Uh, tickets going to sell. Hotel lodging. There's super massive discounts for, for these blocked rooms. So everything will be in a link tree that we're going to post. It's posted on the show notes of the announcement that is going out in the morning at 10 o'clock. So y'all jump on there. Check that out. If you're interested in going, get there quick is my only advice. <laughs> but I just want to throw that out there really fast. That'll go on. You know, it'll be the, the announcement to the announcement. So just want to let you guys know that. Sorry, Caroline. I didn't mean to cut you off. I apologize for that big time. I'm super interested in hearing your story. And now. No worries at all. Um, I think it's safe, Caroline. Okay. Um, I, I have not gotten myself together with my astral travel story yet, but because um, really it would only take about like 10 seconds. So I, I would like to do add something to it, but I don't know what yet. Um. But what I have been paying attention this week has been busy for me. Um, it's end of quarter at work. So um, one of the things that I have been able to pay attention to, though, is the um, Avi Loeb and his team that are that were studying um, the metal they found underneath the ocean off of New Guinea. Um, they think it's he thinks it's interstellar, like he thinks it's from another solar system. Um, so that's what I've been like. Did anybody hear about that? No. No. <laughs> so he thinks that because um, of the speed it came in and the um, it's like it was like faster than 99% of the stars that are around it. And um, it was just coming in at a hot speed. Um, and it didn't break up in the first uh, upper atmosphere. It held on to the lower lower atmosphere. And um, so I guess the government was kind of keeping it secret uh, other than um, like the speed and the altitude and all that, because they don't, they didn't want to um, divulge our capabilities on tracking that kind of stuff, I guess, finding it. Um, but anyway, so he went down there with the team and they've been, they, they were able to get these, little metals, he was calling them spherules. I don't really know how to say it, but they were made up of um, iron, magnesium, and titanium, which is an unusual combination for something that's earthly, right? I don't know why, but that's what he said. And so he, he thinks that it's debris from another solar system. Um, so they got going to gather up all this metal that they've uh, collected from down there, and they're going to study it. So I think mean, he had a diary, like a log that he was doing online. So I was kind of following that, but I don't know. I thought that was interesting because there's only other two other, there was like a comet that's proven to be interstellar and then the Oumuamua thing. But this is something that they, you know, they can go down and study because they know there's like a location that is accessible. But So that's what I was looking at too. 
Holy crap, that is awesome. Yeah. We, it, was, I, it would be interesting to look up why those metals wouldn't be found together. I don't know if it would yeah. be like different time periods, different layers, you know, of the, where they're found, you know, locations. I yeah, know. I don't I don't know. They, he just said it. What I was reading just said it was like a combination. You don't normally find those three things together. I, and other people were saying like it could be um, from a supernova or um, a star explosion or whatever. But he's saying he thinks it's alien tech. So. Well, I mean, <laughs> to survive the upper and lower atmosphere without being destroyed. Yeah. That's that's crazy. Just yeah. so you don't hear about all this when you got subs exploding and right. other dumb shit in the news that doesn't mean anything to anybody. You know, <laughs> I guess certain people got sentenced for their crimes, and we find alien medals, and, <laughs> and then all of a sudden the whistleblowers calm down. Yeah. Uh, how are you? I liked what I seen on Instagram. How are you exactly a whistleblower when you had to sit through an 11 hours of interrogation through Congress just to get approved to be a whistleblower? That doesn't really make sense. Yeah, they just, like, they told you what you couldn't get inside. I don't know if you guys are getting this, but Lance's kids, Moxie and Pippa, they're in and out here. They're wanting to see what we're doing. <laughs> That's what Lance is doing when he's gone. <laughs> Hi, girls. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, Caroline, that is awesome. Yet again, we await the astral projection here. Okay, I promise. Maybe, ne maybe next time. <laughs> okay. I can see the wheels turning in Justin's head as he compounded that. But luckily, he's muted and distracted. Next in line, we got the one, the only, Outlaw. Oh, man. Uh, been looking into all sorts of things, but um, uh, one of the things that I've been uh, looking into recently was um, – well, I mean, let me start from the beginning. So I actually hired this guy at work and he's from Colombia and uh, me and him were talking during our break time and we were talking about like uh, God and, uh, you know, just our beliefs and all that. And we got into uh, or he got into um, like uh, I forgot what the word is for voodoo in Latin America. I think it's Sanderia or one of those. But he was telling me some interesting stuff, like uh, uh, how uh, certain people down there, like the guerrillas, the guerrilla fighters or whatever, and uh, cartel members or some of the gangs, they'll uh, go to this uh, uh, witch, voodoo priest, whatever it's called. I forgot, but uh, and uh, they'll do this thing where they offer a sacrifice and it's supposed to make them invincible huh. and fights or stuff. But it was telling me he witnessed this guy get stabbed 14 times, then walk away out of there. Like it was nothing. And, uh, 
return to the job site the next day. They used to work together. So, and, uh, I mean, you can see the sutures and everything where he got stabbed, but, uh, it was like nothing happened to him. And what the crap. <laughs> yeah. So then he was telling me this other story about how, um, uh, this guerrilla fighter, he was getting shot at, but the bullets were going around him. Like, I couldn't understand. He was saying like they were bouncing off of him or uh, just going around him. And this was like in a pretty close, a pretty close range uh, fight. So um. <laughs> I'm telling you, these witches be crazy. You have to say. Yeah. Lance, can the-, the girls hear me? Okay. Thank God. <laughs> I did say witches. <laughs> and tell him this is Uncle Ryan's juice. This is <laughs> yeah, man. I was yeah, I was this, pretty blown up. That uh, that's that's crazy stuff, man. That's um, you you think about that. What what is she conjuring up? Like these guys got legit like demon infested superpowers or something? Yeah, shit? like. This is the whole uh, conversation was uh, when we were talking about witches and all that and uh, whatever. And uh, we were just talking about how, like, uh, most witches here in the United States, they, uh, most of them aren't real witches. They're just uh, pretend. Uh, and I'm not dissing any people who believe in Wicca or anything, but uh, you see a lot of, like, kids and younger kids uh saying they're Wiccan and all that, but we were just comparing the the real deal compared to the 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 knockoff. So yeah. Yeah. And the the modern day emos now. That's the (laughs) 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 but no, I mean and uh there's legit Wiccans out there. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking anybody's beliefs. I'm just saying, you know, teenage kids, they don't know what the hell they want in life. It's it, they go through phases, you know, and it's that's the new emo thing, man. Yeah. It's the Wiccan phase instead of emo phase. I think that was more 90s anyway, like or late 90s. That was grunge, yeah. huh? <laughs> See, I'm uh, old. What do I do? <laughs> well, yeah, man, like I grew up in Mexico for several years but i remember seeing stuff like that as well not to that degree but definitely some pretty crazy stuff like that so i mean i definitely i'm definitely a believer in that stuff but (laughs) i'm I'm telling you look at the ancestry there uh, and the incans and the mayans and the uh um, who was it before the incans starts with the t the tenowaka or something like that yeah um yeah uh yeah, like they found there under Lake Titicaca between Peru and um, shoot, can't think of the other country. <laughs> anyway, right in that area, they find they found a sunken uh, a city under the mm-hmm. water where the water levels changed. But uh, it's kind of like the the uh, South American Atlantis, you know. Yeah, the, they traced them back. That that was the Incans ancestors i mean that that stuff's crazy i love that i love that culture dude and and, oh yeah 
damn the Spanish, damn the Spaniards, <laughs> burnt everything. Gosh, Chad, dude, I'm, I'm telling you, there's something to that stuff. Oh when, yeah, definitely, man. When people, you know, legit practice that kind of thing, it like put a chill down your back. Like thinking about that, like. I want to hug that person unless they don't want to be hugged, you know, and then. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you're talking like you're talking about an ancient, ancient form of magic there. Um, Like what are the what are the witches called in Mexico? Well, I mean, they practice witchcraft, but they also they talk about how they transform into these birds of prey. Yeah. Yes, that's it. That's it. That's it, man. And you are correct. Lala Chusa. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's interesting to see, too, man, like how uh, a lot of that stuff came up to uh, the southwest U.S. and all that one, that, that region. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. the culture, the that culture came Mexico. along. Yeah. The culture <laughs> came along with the people that, you know, that came over, you know, just like here where we are, the Scots-Irish and the German traditions and cultures and beliefs. You know, they came over. It's the same <laughs> way in the southwest from all those ancient, ancient, ancient beliefs from mexico man i mean it's it's so interesting when you look but what i love seeing is is the correlation because y'all know us we're talking about all these old gods yeah all the time well you look at lala chusa sounds like sounds like lilith sounds like another representation of lilith to me and honestly man i know we were talking about about this several uh uh powwows ago and uh uh, Justin, you guys were mentioning about how uh, the old gods came to this side of the, the continent. And I think a lot of it had to do with, uh, uh, oh, what's his name? Joshua. And then the biblical times, uh, you know, kicking ass and uh, having the, the giants or the Nephilim, Rephaim, whatever you want to call them. And I think a lot of them came to this side of the of the continent or not continent, but of the world and you know uh honestly man maybe it was even way before that so who knows mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's all it's all definitely interesting for sure yeah. to see where the beliefs go across the globe and and you know how so much of it correlates that's y'all know me i always love looking at all these connections there's a portal in there somewhere. I think there's a portal over in this bathhouse because it's the only <laughs> place at this campground that I'm getting good Wi-Fi. That's where it is. I'm getting ready to go in here and sit in the pooper. I'm. Used I was going to say, yeah, anyway. you're in the. You're always recording in a bathroom, anyways. That's what I was going to say. Hey, the acoustics are great. Yeah, and you're here, especially in that bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does get uh, a bit you, warm. Did, did you mention did you mention Outlaws podcast and let him push it a little bit? I was going to before you really <laughs> okay. interrupted. Sorry, fantastic. I hate I'm sorry to this, but I'm going I'm I, muting myself again. I don't Let's even see. know that we were done talking. <laughs> sorry. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just so glad to have you boys here during this powwow time. It's fun. <laughs> Hey, look, man, you know, I mean, it's I've I've prepared a little more for this thing today, but I'm not going to lie. You seen y'all seen what was sitting around my campfire as I was 
opened this thing up and started bringing people in. I pretty much just left. I'm like, yeah. hey, look, I'm going to record. <laughs> See y'all. I've hung out with you for a month now. I mean, <laughs> so I was I was outside kissing Ashley before I come in to record because she might be Ooh. in bed by the time we're done. Ooh. Kissing Ashley outside, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah. We got it's, any video evidence? You calling it these days? Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, guys. It's been twenty years. I'm old. It's <laughs> my hip actually does hurt today, and I don't know why. But uh, probably from kissing Ashley outside. It may be. I get the flutters every time in my belly. But you're not. You're not drinking enough moonshine to kill the pain, man. Nah, dude. I'm on a. I'm on a uh, Elijah. Craig kick right now. This they're not a sponsor, but they are delicious. I can tell you guys that. You know, another thing, Justin, is uh with all these guys starting these kick-ass podcasts, <laughs> it's harder to get information out of them during these powwows because we don't want to ruin their upcoming episodes, you know. Yeah, I know. I know. But look, man, that's the thing. Like yeah. Yeah, of course, we want them in here hanging out with us. But I will gladly see them spread their wings and take off and start doing the same stuff. Like Outlaw and our boy Dick, they're over there doing all these Discord chats and all this different stuff already, building their own little sidebar community. Dude, it's awesome. It's awesome seeing. So, I mean, I'll I'll take it. I'm just glad Outlaw still... Loves us enough to jump yeah. in here and hang out, even here. though he's a super awesome podcaster now. Yeah, I don't know about that, man, but yeah, I definitely love hanging out with you guys. I don't think we're uh, 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 on your guys' level yet. So, oh man, I foresee you guys for sure being in one of these conferences with us eventually, bringing <laughs> you mean, your own fans. You mean the level of drunk idiots? Because I believe y'all are already there. <laughs> I am not drunk, sir. Who said you? Maybe I'm drunk. <laughs> we know better than that. <laughs> well, everybody knows Outlaw's always drunk. So, <laughs> uh, I just, all right. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mean to go off on this big sidebar tangent. You can. You can proceed, Ryan. Okay. Thank you. All right, guys. Outlaw, you got anything else? Oh uh, no, no, sir. Uh, not at the moment. Push that podcast, buddy. Tell everybody where they can find you guys. So we're the, or yeah, Dick and I are the counter cool podcast. And uh, right now we're only on Spotify for some reason. Our, uh, we're having issues getting onto other platforms, but hopefully that will be resolved in the next few weeks. But um, right now we just uh, created a, a Instagram, not Instagram, Facebook page. And uh, we're also on instagram so that's uh countercult.podcast for instagram and you guys any listeners want to reach out to us through our email it's uh countercult.podcast at gmail.com so and find us on our discord (laughs) yeah and they got a discord guys you guys are already there talking to us no reason you shouldn't add one more i can't tell you how many i have and i can't keep up with them i barely keep up with ours and it's I turned notifications off because it was ridiculous. Hollow Sky, your Discord is Lance. Can your kids hear me? 
Holoska, your Discord is fucking ridiculous. I turned notifications off because all it was was, oh, Steve and Kyle, oh, Steve and Kyle, but what the fuck? <laughs> Like, and I couldn't figure out how to kill it just for one channel. So I just turned notifications off. Not the totally sidebar stuff here, uh, but I'm good at sidebarring things. This is the now, I've had to keep myself muted. One, because the girls are playing. Second time, yeah. Made my wife hollering at me. We've had a helicopter. I, was it a helicopter, hey? So it was like dangerously close as far as like the house was rattling which happens occasionally because we live pretty close to a, like a private airport but he has flown he or she whoever has now flown by our house what three times three times i don't know what's going on there's another didn't know what's going on she he said that she was outside came through the first time and she went out to look because it was like i was like I don't know what it was. It was like it was unusually low, like eerily low. Like the windows were shaking. It was weird. Um, and then she said the second time he came by, no lights on flying. It is dark here in the mountains at 945. She said then the third time he came back through, lights were on. And he's now I can hear him coming back for a fourth take. Now you all have heard my story at the crazy building, like essentially over there. I don't know all of you have listened much to this show at all. I don't know what's going on over there, but it's just extremely unusual for that to be going on right now. I think you need to be in your yard with a camera figuring out what is going on. Also, is it could it be the special helicopters looking at Haley's plants out back? That's what she just said. She, 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 just, she just hollered and said, he ain't going to find mine. <laughs> <laughs> they're under burlap camouflage. Uh, we know you what we're doing right here. Heat signatures doesn't matter. We got it. We know how to. We know how to keep it here. Yeah. <laughs> right under a pine grove. <laughs> and they if say nothing will grow there. Weird, or for some reason, you just see me get sucked up out of the seat. Oh, dude, I'm sorry, Lance. I'm I'm terribly sorry. I'm rooting for it. Be freaking awesome. Not the girls. <laughs> just tell the girls to put the headphones on. Uncle Rod will talk you through it. Well, look, just so you know, just so you know, I would be on my way there as fast as possible. I'm coming to save you, buddy. I'm coming to save you. I'm throwing Judy's and spin kicks to everybody that gets in my way from here to there. But Appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. Just content-wise, that'd be freaking awesome. I'll hold the fort down here because it's just too far. You'd be a goner by the time I got there. That's true. Well, I mean, you're going to be a goner by the time I get there, too. But I just want to throw some Judy's and spin kicks. Yeah. So, again, I sorry, sorry to derail the conversation. So well. I don't know. It's, 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 it's an unusual happening going on that many times like you know a point it's it's unusual i don't know we'll see listen if they start flying over me down here and then they start flying over justin at the campground we know we've fucked up somewhere along the line and told the truth so by accident well if we tell the truth it's definitely gonna be by accident (laughs) we accidentally told him where bigfoot was lance talked about the caves the other day They're on to us. <laughs> All right, Outlaw. Thank you, sir, for your Absolutely. time and being here. Maynard, 
What you well, been into, buddy? I've kind of got sucked down a rabbit hole the other day. Um, I started going into a cryptid called the Luska. Um, you're familiar with like uh, blue holes. Um, you get them a lot of times in the areas um, where you have a lot of limestone. It's basically um, kind of like a sinkhole that goes below the water table, fills with water. People use them as swimming holes. A lot, yeah. of, old, old, a lot of old cultures used to use them as um, water because they're really deep, so they're cold, fresh water. And then you also have oceanic blue holes, which I, I saw one once when I was in the Bahamas. And it's really weird. You're going over the ocean, and all of a sudden, like, the ocean floor just drops out below you and just a black hole going down. Well, apparently, um, especially this is more the Bahamas and, uh, like, the Yucatan Peninsula, um, Florida, too. Um, a lot of people use them as swimming holes, the the, uh, the regular freshwater, the inland ones. Um, apparently, there is a cryptid that hangs out in the blue holes and that people do occasionally, especially in the Bahamas, disappear from. Hmm. Um, basically, bunch of, the way it's explained, uh, a bunch of people are swimming. All of a sudden, one person's head goes under the under the water like a bobber and just never seen again. And um, hmm. it's called a Luska is what they call it in the Bahamas, I guess, anyway. But there's some speculation because... Um, there's a theory that all these oceanic um, blue holes and all the ones inland connect to each other. Because if you go down the blue holes inland deep enough, and some of them go down like hundreds of feet, they eventually become saltwater. Hmm. So they think they're connected to the, the ocean ones somewhere down through piles of rocks and everything. And there's speculation that what the Luska is, the Luska roughly translates as a, a shark octopus. Which is kind of funny. You, start thinking about, you kind of start thinking of sharktopus or something, you know? A sharktopus. Yeah, that's that's yeah, a terrifying but, uh, thought. Well, basically, you know, like a, a tiger shark's not at part tiger, you know, a nurse shark's part of earth. Basically, what they're pay, saying is it's a uh, an maybe an octopus that attacks as fast as a shark because literally people just go boop and they're gone. Um, like no no blood in the water. No struggling, no pieces, parts floating like you would have with a shark attack or anything like that. And, and um, they think uh, people don't see anything because, you know, our, a lot of octopus can kind of, uh, they have chromatophores. So they can mimic the background, whatever color they're in. So no one ever sees anything when, you know, someone just gets plucked by a ten, ten, tentacle and down they go. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But it's kind of weird. Like some of the science actually is backing it up, or at least the possibility of it uh, is backing it up because um, that's the Caribbean, you know, the Bahamas, that area. And the biggest octopus over there should be like four or five pounds. That's the biggest octopus, you know. But they've actually found bits of octopus washed up that would equate to a, like a 25, 30 foot octopus. And what Boy. they think is happening is octopus are getting down like in between in these black hole or in the blue holes, like down in the rocks between them, because octopus will live until the males die when they breed and females die after they lay eggs. But if an octopus gets way down in there, they can literally, and, and they don't breed. They literally would just keep growing and growing that until they mate, they don't, they would die. So they think possibly there are these octopus that are down in these blue holes where people go swimming all the time. And occasionally people disappear but it's called the Luska. And no one's ever really seen one, but if you know anything about octopus, man, they're super smart. They're super quick. They're, you know, they can take whatever color they want to take. 
So oh, I yeah. went, down, went down a little bit of a rabbit hole on that. And I was like, I'm like, well, that's pretty scary because I know I've been in the Yucatan before and gone swimming in like what they're called the sea nodes. They're just these water holes and stuff. And I'm like, oh, so that's what they're talking about. Wish, <laughs> I'd, known that. Wish I'd known that before. These but, sexually frustrated giant squids seeing me yeah. swimming with my lady. And they're like, you know, I fucked that guy. And then just pluck me out of thin air. And that's basically that's all people see. Like your head goes under the water like a bobber, and that's it. You, yeah. No, no struggling, no nothing. Shark puss. Yeah. That's got to be now, a shirt right there. Now, what? Oh, yes. That'd be, great. That'd be a great shirt for the conference, boys. Shark puss. Way, way to go. Hey, Minor. we've already got we've already got King Goose Watch. That's going on a shirt for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. And now we've got the shark to puss. <laughs> Maynard, send, send us a picture of you, of just your head, and we're gonna put it, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna put it on a body wrapped up in the tentacles of a shark to puss in the Yucatan. <laughs> <laughs> now, how do you what was this thing called again? Aluska, like L-U-S-C-A or K-A, I'm not sure which. Alaska. Okay, I'll look, I'll look that up for sure. Basically, means like shark octopus or octopus shark, one of the two. Shark octopus. That's freaking. That's what sweet. I found it. I started laughing. That I had to keep reading, and then I'm like, "Well, that's actually pretty horrifying." Yeah, actually, <laughs> I wish I'd never read this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, terrified the, I'm terrified of the. I'm terrified of big bodies of water anyway. Yes. No. When I was younger, I went over in the Bahamas. They went over an oceanic blue hole. Like, Google it. It's oceanic blue hole. Like, the water, you know, that Caribbean's all that light blue color. And there's this big black hole, like, right in the middle. You know, it's bigger than boats and stuff. You're like, what's down there, you know? But see, yeah. those, those actually go down and connect to the, the little ones on the land that people use as swimming holes. Apparently, I have killer octopus somewhere down in there. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> that there be the home of the Kraken Maynard. Yeah, so that was, my little, that was my little side note, yeah. Holy shit. That's just, that thanks for making that. the ocean even more terrifying for me. Yeah, no. thanks for that, Maynard. That was awesome. Let's let's check back in with our field correspondent, Lance. Lance, what's going on in the skies there around the Wise Airport? I, I heard him coming. I heard it coming back. So I rushed out here real quick, um, but it didn't fly over the house this time. It was kind of off to the southeast, which is kind of where I'm standing at now. So now I'm just kind of hanging out, trying to see if it will show up again. But I will say this, my usually completely completely calm beagle, who just lays around everywhere, is up in the woods going nuts right now. I don't know. They lost a cryptid. It's probably nothing. (laughs) It's probably nothing, but it was yeah. it's weird. Or they lost it. Probably nothing. It's Are unusual. You, it's not probably nothing, man. This is legit something. You live beside a top secret government facility with helicopters true. buzzing your house. They're probably doing that for your sake. Like, oh shit, that family's yeah. dead. Like, They're yeah, probably looking for something that's right lost there. in your backyard. Oh. Like I've They're had Haley. Not. Haley was out here on the porch, just like staring up at the sky. Because she couldn't figure out what it was. Like, what are you, you guys doing? Are doing exactly what you're not supposed to do right now. We're all the, no, we're, this we're, is we're exactly what you're a, supposed to be doing. We're just the basic whites in every movie. 
Not according to every horror movie ever. <laughs> yeah, we're just basic white people. We're doing basic white people things. <laughs> and and Lance would be even worse no, if you had a shotgun. You're, oh. you're so a basic. Know. You're a basic white dude with a conspiracy slash paranormal podcast, which means <laughs> you're about to be the hero, dog. Who knows, right? Who knows? It's like, young, it's like in Godzilla versus Kong. You're about to be the hero. I'm going to step back in. And I'll, if you see me scrambling to run back out here again, you'll know something's up. Right. Are they uh, Are they black helicopters? It's dark. It's totally dark. So I can't, you know, I didn't I didn't see them. Um, so I, I'll, I'll have to ask my wife and see. Like I said, it's pitch dark. Who knows? <laughs> Wouldn't okay. be the first time. Oh, Outlaw, it would not be the first time. That I have seen a black helicopter fly over my house. Yeah, you're screwed, man. <laughs> <laughs> Get back in and lock the doors. <sighs> I got nothing they want. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thanks to our field. Thanks to our field correspondent, Lance, for that one. Lance, Godspeed. And uh we hope you make it through the rest of this recording without the black hollercopters holler, holler tomahawking you. God, I hope those aren't the giant no, dick aliens from Roswell. No, that's what we need to do. We need to jump in our hollercopter and take on the black helicopters that are trying to take you on right now. We don't have a hollercopter. That's what um, y'all think. And all I'm imagining is the Peter Copter from Family Guy when you do when you say things like that. It doesn't even go. It goes. Like that the whole time. <laughs> uh oh, Caleb's got something so going on there. there. Yeah, there's all kinds of. I'm hearing all kinds of voices out in my living room. There's nobody there. What? No, I live alone. Well, with Dude. my cat, but he's on the couch next to me. Well, hopefully, he's not talking. If he is, I want you <laughs> to mail me a sample of what you have. <laughs> no, if he is, I want you to put the camera and the mic on him. And we're going to be the yes, first please. podcast ever talking to a cat. Yes, <laughs> so, Caleb, I know, Caleb, I know before we did set one of up. You guys just hold on. Did one of you guys just do a. No. No. Okay. Something just came through on the Zoom meeting. Huh. Huh. Uh, you know what? We have had that. Normally we it's have. on Lance's end, but he's muted. We have had that. We had one whole powwow where there, it sounded like a juvenile Bigfoot in the background the entire time. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I meant to tell you guys, right before I came in, I was trying to tell you this story. I kissed Ashley, right? And I'm talking to her, and I'm standing out in the yard. She's sitting in her chair. She's outside smoking. And uh, she goes, oh, man. And I turn around, and this giant uh, uh, great horned owl (laughs) lands about 10 feet behind me. It, It slams the ground with its beak two times. And then instead... Raises up, looks at me, and flies off. <laughs> I have no idea what was in its mouth. But, uh, you know, it was really awesome. Justin, you have sure you checked it? the waiting room? 
You sure it wasn't three times? Yeah, there's nobody in the waiting room. It's two times. All right, Maynard, thank you for the story, sir. Thank you for being here tonight. Oh, thanks for having me. Caleb, we got your haunted ass on here. No way. There's some shit going on at your house. Now, let me tell you this, Caleb. I'm going to share this with you. This is going to, Justin's going to be so mad I haven't told him yet. So the other night, I'm laying in bed. I don't have to be at work the next morning. So it's kind of a late night. Uh, my wife does have to be at work. So uh, she's she's asleep already. I'm laying there watching, uh, I think it's the first 48 hours of detectives, you know, try to solve homicide. Excuse me one second, guys. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's allergy season. I'm so sorry. Anyway, I'm starting to doze off, and I'm kind of in between, like that moment where you know you're not asleep, but you know you're not completely awake, and your body feels heavy. Uh, Your eyes aren't exactly open, but you can still kind of see, you know, Uh, especially when you don't have I don't have an eyelid, so I see everything, but. I'm laying like there. Major pain. Yeah. I'm I'm laying there and I'm in that that state, you know, where I could easily be jarred awake. And something slaps me right on the knee. And I jump up because I think it's one of my kids trying to wake me up, and there's nobody there. <laughs> I don't know if it was part like if I had fallen into that realm of like rim, you know. Or if something slapped me on the knee <laughs> and woke me up. So let me let me get this straight here real quick. You're being visited by a great horned owl on the rig like every <laughs> the last day. two weeks. You get in this in-between spot in your sleep, which I believe personally is a uh, liminal space for us that astrally. Yeah, that's where you're supposed to astral project, project from, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I keep that's trying where, to remember that. That's where Caroline astral projects from that she refuses to tell us about. <laughs> You've got to tell uh, us. Thank God, thank God we love her as much as we do, or I'd be extremely upset. <laughs> But you're getting visited by a great horned owl. You're in this weird liminal space in between wake and sleep. And then you feel somebody slap you on the knee with nobody around. I didn't just feel it. I heard it. That's why I don't know if it was a dream or not. Dude, that's. I mean, it sounded just like that. Just like that. That's how hard it felt. That's nuts. That is nuts. That's nuts. It was the first time that I've ever sat up and questioned, did that just happen? Because I was like, I know I felt that. I know I heard that. But was I like entering into REM sleep? You know, I'm going into dreamland and just didn't realize it. Or was I in limbo and something just smacked me on the leg? Like, what if you're in limbo and there's things there that can interact with you physically? 
while you're there. Like maybe that's how sometimes possessions happen by accident. You didn't even realize what was happening. You were just in that state. Okay, so, so think about it real quick. All right, when people crazy, when, when people do psychedelics, right? You know, say DMT for instance, or or you know whatever. They talk about speaking to these entities, right? How these entities are physically interacting with them. You know, all this different stuff, like. Even Rogan, you know, Rogan does this stuff all the time and he's talked about and and Rogan is one of the most rational dudes that you'll ever sit down and hear talk. Yeah. And he's talked about how everything looks real, it feels real, it seems real. How can it not be real? Right? Yeah. So when you're in that weird spot, here's here's something that I've been well, I've looked a little bit into. But you know, upon dying, your brain releases DMT anyway. Yeah. Right. It releases this when your heart rate slows to a certain level. So here, here's my thought. If when people get into this weird in-between spot, their heart rate drops at such a dramatic level that your body may think, oh, no, this dude's getting ready to die. So it releases a rush of DMT in your brain. And then that's how you break through and start experiencing these different entities, this this other realm, you know, through the veil, whatever you want to call it. What if it's our body that's actually causing that to happen with a release of DMT because of a sudden drop of heart rate? Maybe. The pineal gland sees all. That's... <laughs> Which, by the way, my wife's grandmother hasn't been doing well, guys. And uh, she fell the other day in the shower. So she had her leg amputated, okay? The left leg from the knee down. But she fell the other day, and what was left of that leg, she shattered it. And now they're thinking she had a stroke at some point. But she was on all this medicine the other day, and she kept wanting to talk to Ashley because... At first, she thought my daughter Emma had a baby, and we were lying to her about it. So, like, no, no. And she's like, no, it's not Emma's baby. It's your baby, Ashley. It's your baby. And Ashley's like, Mama, I haven't had a baby. I'm like, she had no baby, Mama. It ain't mine. (laughs) You know? But then my mother-in-law was like, Ashley, she's on all this medicine. She's been right at death's door for days. She's probably seeing your baby you lost before you guys had Ashton. And I was like, it blew me away. I was like, oh my, like brought me to tears. I was just thinking, I keep thinking it's a girl, but I don't know. That's just my feeling. All right. We're going to get back to Caleb here. We're definitely praying for her, brother. And, yeah, we need to get to Caleb because Caleb threw up in the Discord before this thing started. He had a whole setup going on. He had, like, a full-blown investigation room and all the hardware going. So I'm super interested in hearing from Caleb and uh, maybe whoever's talking in the living room. Yeah. Can you hear us? So for those who aren't in the Discord, I have a SLS camera, Xbox 360 Connect camera set up facing the tree full of Ouija boards, which I'm sure isn't a good idea to keep in my house. But 
eh, I don't really care. <laughs> and I you have always a nice move. camera. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a. Don't talk shit, Caleb. I think it makes him mad. <laughs> no, there's another cat meowing. Oh. <laughs> you only got one Wait cat? Yeah. You only have one. I only have one cat. Oh, shit. It's a demon. I mean, I did lose a. Well, one cat passed away in January, and he's. I know he's been hanging around, so I'm hoping that's what's happening, (laughs) and it's not a demon. Don't fall for it, Caleb. Oh, I know better. I've been to Bobby Mackey's. I know better than to trust what I see at first or hear at first. (laughs) Your sister's got a blue nose guy hanging out in her kid's closet, and now you've got demons meowing at you. (laughs) I think we need to go deeper here. What was your parents' relationship like? (laughs) <laughs> just kidding rocky to say the least <laughs> so you've got the sls camera set up mm-hmm. at a tree full of ouija boards mm-hmm. terrible idea but you like we said you could always move you know yeah. save yourself on the way out <laughs> what else you got going i have a, a night vision camera shooting the opposite way, covering the rest of the living room, the kitchen, dining area. And I have a spirit box running to another computer that's just going on a loop to record anything that wants to come through while we're recording. Oh, my. As well as an ovalist down on the ground. We're doing a freaking ghost hunt (laughs) while recording a podcast. With one of our Patreons. This is freaking awesome. Justin, that is such a great scene to see right now as we're talking about all this. Is that just the moon off in the distance or is that a street light? <gasps> Shadow man. I'm not, I'm not I'm not really sure. That's what I'm Oh, no, no, no. That's the stage light. Sorry, my bad. Proceed. <laughs> I figure, I fi- look, I figure if Caleb is going to do some ghost hunting, I'm going to do my own down here while we're, while he's doing it, I'm doing it. We're all doing it together. This campground's super freaking weird anyway. I seen a UFO about right there just a couple weeks ago. So, anyway, back to you, Caleb. I'm going to keep ghost hunting. Caleb, how long has has things so what inspired you to do all this? Has things been going have things been going on inside your place? Things have been going on around me for as long as I can remember. Back even when I was a little toddler, my dad would tell me stories of me pointing up from my crib to the corner and being like, funny man. So I obviously I don't remember any of that. Long story short, I finally get to the point where I'm starting to have the money to buy equipment to go on ghost tours. And I just started immersing myself in ghost hunting. I can't explain why I was just drawn to it. Yeah. started doing investigations almost every day Man. and picking up spirits here and there, just them naturally being attracted to me started going to some rather well-known locations, getting to investigate the big places you see on TV. Nice. 
and eventually just decided, you know what, why am I going to pay hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to rent out a location for the night? I'll just make my apartment haunted. And then <laughs> the Ouija boards happened. Oh, my gosh. So you did this on purpose? Yes. To save Caleb, money. Caleb, to save money. <laughs> Like, fuck it. I can't afford all these places. I'm just going to bring the demons to me, damn it. <laughs> Holy shit, Caleb. So, Caleb, what, say- what are some of the what are some of the craziest experiences that you've had? Whether at one of these well-known places or there at home? Craziest Thing I've had happen at one of the locations. I've had a board thrown at my head at Missouri State Penitentiary. Jesus. Luckily, it missed. And of course, <laughs> me, this was my first big investigation. So I went all Zach Baggins and started taunting the shit out of the demons. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I don't I don't know how much credence you put in the Bible. But I, I, even I, Jesus said... <laughs> thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God, you know, because the devil taught him, mm-hmm. you know, fling yourself off his cliff, he'll send his angels to save you. And he said, Listen, guy, I'm not gonna tempt the big dude. I'm you know, we don't do that. Mm-hmm. We you probably shouldn't tempt those guys either. Lance, yeah. you're just joining us. Let me get you up to speed. Yeah, sorry, girls. Had to get in the bed. Yeah, we are doing oh psst, those girls are precious, man. We we understand. Uh Caleb here. This is Bo Peep, Michelle. Right. This is her brother. Right. Caleb has an SLS camera set up facing a Christmas tree full of, well, not a Christmas tree, but a tree. That's what I picture. It's but a Christmas tree. A Christmas tree full of Ouija boards. It's a Yule tree. To catch some <laughs> and a night vision camera on the other side. He also has a spirit box going right now, recording to hear anything that might be said while we're recording tonight. So we're doing a live ghost hunt while we record tonight. And let me fast forward. He's been to several places on ghost hunts, other than paranormal investigations, I guess you would say. But he realized those things, you know, he can afford the equipment, but that, Renting those places out are quite costly. Sure. Hence, the Ouija Christmas tree was born. He's just going to bring the demons to himself. He did this on purpose. <laughs> that's what I'd say. I mean, that's awesome. But, right. yeah. It's brilliant. He's saving brilliant. money. Absolutely brilliant. I tell him, he can always sage himself as he goes out and just fucking move. Yeah. Like, let the next people deal with it. That's my old place. <laughs> See, <laughs> I think that should almost. I think that should be another T-shirt. I think instead of uh, a Ouija board shirt, I think we should have a Luigi board. And just have Luigi from Mario on there, like summoning demons. We're just standing there looking. Yeah, uh, that's probably copyright infringement. Yeah, maybe. We'll deal with that when we need to deal with it. Our ace crack lawyers will be right on top of that. Because, you know, here oh, yeah. at Rat Kids Com Media, we don't mess around. <laughs> but craziest thing that's happened at my place. Uh, uh, 
I would say probably seeing what looked like a living person standing right in front of me. The current place you're at now? Yeah. Oh, man. So when did this take place? Uh, about three months ago. Is this when you realized? that had wandered in. <laughs> <laughs> no neighbors? Uh, I have neighbors, but they can't get through a locked door. Yeah. Nice. Oh man! Maybe they're really, maybe they're really, really sneaky. <laughs> oh no! I have witch bells on all my doors, so I'm going to hear them come in. You've got like a whole setup, dude. If you have a weed tree and witch bells, then you're on a different level. <laughs> I see his damn game now. I see what he's doing. He didn't want to say it at first. He's haunting all these fucking places and then leaving and then starting up a ghost. He's going to be the next Ghostbuster. But he started it. That's brilliant. The beauty of capitalism, maybe the beauty of capitalism. Yeah. He's got the monopoly on ghost hunting now. We didn't even know there was Oh, I wish. They are way bigger players in the paranormal in my area than me. You should start charging admission for your place. Yeah. <laughs> I have had a couple friends who I have had a couple of friends who like the paranormal come over and ghost hunt and so I guess I could open it up. Yeah. Strangers in your house, ghosts are strangers, right? That's, yeah. Unless you, you know, actually killed somebody and then they haunted you. Right? I'm going to plead the fifth on that one. Oh, shit, son. Listen, this is recording. <laughs> you got to be careful, Caleb. We want to keep our patrons. <laughs> I don't think you keep subscribing for prison. Yeah, that, yeah, it auto renews. You're gonna have to spend it on cigarettes to save your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, let's see. Yeah, that's I'm crazy gonna... stuff. That's crazy stuff, Caleb. That's, I mean, that's pretty wild stuff. But what we're gonna need you to do, okay? We're gonna need you. To do some full-on, full-time documentation with the whole setup that you got going on there, and uh, any evidence comes across, we need to see it. We need. I to got see a couple more. of videos that I could put in the group chat for you guys. Yes. If you're hearing scraping in the background, the cat woke up and decided to use the litter box. <laughs> That's all right. I mean, cat, demons, it's, you know, <laughs> they're pretty much the same thing in my book. Hey, I love cats. I know, Ryan. Caleb, I, know. I taught one of my cats to fetch a football. Like, I could throw it the length of the yard, he'd bring it back. Or he nice. guarded, at least. He was a great cat. When I was younger, I well, taught one of my cats to uh, jump on my chest and, and attack me and bite and scratch the piss out of me every time I moved and stepped outside. So it's pretty good too. I had an yeah. attack cat. It only attacked <laughs> me though. <laughs> Everybody else was fine. Yeah. Now I will say that all my going out to places and investigating, honestly, just investigating in general, 
taken a dramatic decrease since Halloween of 2021. And I refer to that as the Bobby Mackey's incident. What happened? Uh, Long story short, I thought it was a great idea to go to Bobby Mackey's on Halloween night and then go back where it's just me and one other person the night after. Okay. So get me up to speed. I'm not fluent in paranormal stuff. What is Bobby Mackey's? It is a haunted nightclub in Wilder, Kentucky, just across the river from Cincinnati. And there has been numerous reports of demonic activity, especially in the basement. You got a history of mob killings. It was a slaughterhouse. There's been at least mm, two documented murders, one of which was a woman getting beheaded and having her head thrown down a well in the basement. And now it's apparently claimed in the paranormal community that the well is the portal to hell. When I went there, I didn't really experience a lot of visual evidence on any of my equipment. It was all messing with my head. And once we got to the basement, as soon as that basement door opened, I felt a rush of what I could only describe as pure evil. And I refused to go in that basement and thinking, oh, that's going to save my ass. I'll be able to get out of this (laughs) scot-free. And no. (laughs) <laughs> I know I brought at least one demon home with me that night. Jeez. Yeah. yeah that's what I say. You got to save your ass, man. You got to do something. I, I did. I ended up having to go to my old elementary school priest and have him kind of help me through everything. Man. Yeah. That, uh, that's one place. That's definitely that's a danger place. in what you do there. Yeah. It's one place I'm vowing. I don't care how much money you throw in my face. I'm not going back. It's it's not worth my safety because some claim that the entities there have killed people before. And I'm, as much of a risk taker as I am, I'm not willing to put my life on the line for that. Yeah, no. I, same, same. This is, uh, I don't understand, like. The people go down in submarines that are driven by PlayStation controllers. <laughs> it's not even a PS5 controller, okay? It's like a shitty PS2 controller. It's like a controller off the wish. Yeah, it's like a really shitty secondhand, ordered it off of Wish or that new Timu app. Not to dog those guys. I hope we don't get in trouble for that. But you know what Shop you like a billionaire. <laughs> Timu. Not a sponsor. Not yeah. a sponsor. Yeah. Come on, team. You give me those golf shoes I seen you were trying to sell for $3, and we'll talk. But uh, I forgot where I was going with that. Thanks, Justin. Thanks. What was I saying, guys? I don't know. I've been, I'm hearing stuff out in the <laughs> living room. I'm, I was completely lost. Caleb, how do you sleep there? Not well. Yeah. I get maybe three hours of sleep each night and then a two hour, two and a half hour nap midday. Holy crap, dude. You're like living in, well, Bobby Mackey's. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Dude, that is, that is nuts. That is nuts. Yeah. 
If you ever find yourself in Charleston, Caleb, you and I should go to the Old City Jail. Oh, yeah. See if we can't get what's her name, Lorraine, or something like that. Uh, uh, I know who you're talking about. I just don't know the name. We just we just covered her not long ago. Yeah, Lorraine or something like that. It was the one who said, "If you have a message for the devil." Let me know because I'll be seeing him shortly. Yes. Yeah. Or something along those lines. Inner wedding dress. No, I'll carry it myself. That's what she said. She's bad, bad, bad. Yeah. All right. Listen up, guys. To jump off here, but I'm going to have to. I'm being summoned back to the camper. (laughs) But it's been awesome hanging. It's been awesome hanging out with y'all. We'll do this again next month. Love every one of you. Appreciate your support. Remember, if you're interested in that conference, go check it out. Get there quick. 200 tickets. Come hang out with us all weekend. Yeah. Be a blast. So before you go, Friday is social, right? Friday is like just a, a meet and greet. You know, it's everybody's getting there. We're all just hanging out uh, around the conference. Saturday is a full run of speakers, you know, and it's pretty much just going to be live shows. It's going to be all the podcasts there. Us, Cryptids of the Corn, Uncomfortable, Hollow Sky, Kill the Mockingbirds, and maybe possibly one more. We're going to be doing live shows um, all throughout the day. We're going to have barbecue trucks there. We're going to have different things for lunch going on. It's a cash bar. It's going to be there the whole time. It's uh, um, where you'll find Sunday, me. before <laughs> we head out, there's going to be a pancake breakfast served at a, at a bowling alley like a couple blocks down the street. So everybody can come together again, share a cool breakfast, and <laughs> Head on back home. Yeah. So, so it should be a really good time, guys. We're really looking forward to it. I even started going to the gym. Yeah, yeah I'm not I'm not getting that committed to it. Well, I just don't want to be I, I'm almost two hundred pounds again. I've got to do something. It's getting out That's of all right. That's all right. I remember who was it that said I sound like a fat guy? It wasn't Dick. That was, that was Bean. Bean. That was Bean. Bean. Yeah. Well, he was right the whole time. <laughs> all right. I'm jumping out. Love y'all. Love you, Appreciate buddy. you guys. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah. We'll see you soon. Well, we'll see you in the Discord. We'll see you around everywhere, but we'll <laughs> see you again like this in a month. See y'all later. See you, buddy. Wait, who left? Lance is gone too. Those bastards. Caleb, have you got anything else going on right now? Uh, Just idiots shooting off fireworks. I think I actually hear that a little bit in the background. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering if there's people walking upstairs here. But no, I've I can hear them in the hallway. <laughs> What's that, Maynard? Oh, I've had that here since last weekend. Oh. And I'm in the middle of the city. 
They're gonna oh, burn something man. down every. They burn something down every year. <laughs> oh, oh of course. Now our car horn's going off. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Where where are you from, Caleb? Uh, originally from Russia, but I've been in the St. Louis area since I was, I think, nine months old. Oh, really? Nice. So you're not a spy. Let's just get that out of the way. You weren't no, trained as I a baby. Denounce Putin and everything he's doing. Sweet. I think most of the people are. Uh and after reading some other articles and watching some videos, there's some disturbing evidence out there that Russia and China have been working together to undermine the United States for a long time. And uh, we're going to have to do something about that. But back to topic. I'll get off on a tangent, Caleb. I can't talk. I can't do that tonight. But uh yeah, man. So basically, you and your sister, is she your older sister, younger sister? Sister? I don't Wait. remember mentioning my sister, but. Who did you say it was? Wait a minute. I got to go back to my message. Is it your cousin? No. <laughs> no. I. Don't remember talking about my extended family, honestly. Caleb, you messaged me, right? On Discord? I think so. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> this is not right. Where are my messages? Now I gotta figure out who the fuck was messaging me. <laughs> this is crazy. I keep forgetting we're recording too. Well, now I gotta figure out who the hell that was because Bo Peep has a brother who said he worked, and I thought that was you, Caleb. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's fine. Holy shit, I thought you were the one that was messaging me earlier. I even told Justin them earlier. I was like, that's Bo Peep's best Michelle's brother. That's how I introduced you. I'm so sorry, Caleb. You're fine. Oh, gosh. Well, my candy's working overtime, guys. That's... <laughs> Man. So you are originally from Russia, but been in St. Louis since nine months old. Mm -hmm. One of my best friends in the entire world is from St. Louis, Missouri. I was in the military with him. His name's Darren Mack Jr. And, uh, and he's like my brother. But uh, other than that, I've only been around your city. I've never actually been through it. Well, just keep driving through. Don't stop. It's <laughs> not the safest. <laughs> Which is why I'm glad I'm about 30 minutes outside of the whole St. Louis city area. Yeah. Remember, the uh, up there. I remember uh, when I was in the army, I, uh, I, uh, I was getting out of Fort Benning and I took a Greyhound and drove right through uh, St. Louis, Missouri. And I'm like, what the hell is this place? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I thought about Dallas, man. I actually, so I got out of basic training, got to tech school, which was in Fort Worth, Texas. 
All right. So I finished tech school and it's time to go home for a recruiter's assistance program. It's basically two weeks of free leave. You get to go home after basic training in tech school. You go, you show up at your recruiter and he's like, yeah, I don't need any help. Whatever signs your paper and you go home for two weeks. And unless the recruiter was a dickhead, but anyway, so I took a Greyhound from Fort Worth, Texas to Virginia. <laughs> I I wish I just bought the plane ticket. So we get to Dallas. I go down into a Bank of America, which is off the street, down these stairs, like underneath the buildings and there's cops there. There's cops there. I go to the ATM, I pull out money. And then a dude walks right up behind me, puts whatever in my back and says, I'll take that. I was like, the fuck you will. And then they push a little bit harder and I realize it's a knife. And I'm like, here, just fucking take it. They walk right out of the bank. I walk straight over the cops. I'm like, that guy just robbed me a knife. Like they're 30 feet away. And they handed me a piece of paper to fill out. <laughs> yep. It's like are you, that's how it is here too. He's right there. Just go get him yeah. and get my money back. No, I, <laughs> I was out 150 bucks. So whatever. I hope that guy choked on it. <laughs> Not really. I hope he got what he needed. Whatever. <laughs> it's hard to feel certain ways, you know what I mean? But Guys, this has been a freaking blast. Caleb, I'm so sorry I miss, uh, mixed you up with somebody tonight. But I'm so glad you're here. I'm glad you're a fan of the show. I'm glad uh, now that I know, no sisters, no cousins, no nothing. It's just Caleb. <laughs> St. Louis, and he's got a Ouija board Christmas tree in his house right now. And I can't wait to hear what happened while we were recording. <laughs> I'm sure we told enough jokes. Off work tomorrow. <laughs> I'm sure we told enough jokes that the demons like got offended and like said something. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the waveforms on my second monitor. It's been going crazy. Oh, that's nice. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to wrap this up and uh, thank everyone for joining us for another powwow. Love having you guys here. This is one of my favorite things in the world to do. Uh, you guys know where to find us. We're on we're in the Discord. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You know our email, AppalachianIntelligence at gmail.com. Send us your stories. Send us your encounters. Send us other people's stories that they've told you. Whatever. Uh, bring us whatever encounters. We love hearing them all. We love going over through them all. It helps us with our investigations, our research. Uh, I don't know where we'd be without these guys. Like, they've given us set, like, I'll just take from them because they do all this research. And I'm like, holy shit, this is exactly lining up with what I'm doing. And it's always crazy. So, most importantly, guys, share the show. Remember, the conference in Ada, Ohio, 10 a.m. tomorrow, guys. The tickets go on sale. Um, we're going to announce it to 
the Discord family, you know, after 10 a.m. That way everybody's got a heads up on what's going on. Get it out there. But if you guys are out there listening, you want to go 10 a.m. Friday, June the 30th. Tickets go on sale for the conference in Ada, Ohio. And it's just like we said, it's us, the cryptids of the corn. Uh, you have uh, hollow sky guys. You've got kill the mockingbird. You got Eric coming on there from the uncomfortable podcast. Uh, they're doing a super job getting all this lined up, meet and greets, live shows. Uh, pancake breakfast before we all take off Sunday at a bowling alley. I think Jay's family from Cribs of the Corn is actually like catering all that and everything. So it's going to be an awesome time. A uh, good way to hang out, get personal relationships even stronger than what we got now. You know, it's always video conferencing. But uh, it's October 6th, 7th, and the 8th. It's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday in October. First, I guess the first weekend in October, maybe the second. But uh already got it marked on my calendar. So excited. Hope to see you guys there. And until next time, we'll see y'all later. And as Lance would say, love you, mean it. <laughs>